Yeah, I'm not running on all cylinders today for no reason. Like, there's no real oh. reason for it. <laughs> but I think the reason is we're not cars, and that's, that's where the cylinders <laughs> things come from, right? So sometimes, sometimes your bot is just like, hey, gonna take it a little slow. Gonna yeah. take a breather. Just don't. Don't be... F oh, my cat's meowing. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to put her out of my room, and I can hear her yelling outside the door. Oh, is she a yeller? Is she just a, hey? Um, she is like a, she is a small meow, but mm -hmm. she will make it like loud, a loud small meow. Okay. Like, so just brief... a little, a small yell. A, a little yell. A like when you're falling, when you're falling yell. off the edge of a cliff and as you're going down the canyon, your insistent yaw yeah, continues just, to echo back upwards. Just a, just, just that is like all the noise my cat will make. I gotcha. I think it's the drop off at the end that really sells it as this was very difficult for me to produce this much volume. <laughs> okay. Welcome to more To Cat Club. club. Welcome Whoops, to Cat Club. We are Morph Club. <laughs> if this was a podcast where we just talk about cats, I would also be happy to be honest. Yeah, sold. <laughs> Me too. We could talk about my roommate's perfect cat, Gigi, oh. your perfect cats, Wendy and Fennel, and then we'll just invite our friends on to yeah. guest talk about their cats. There's, We know so many good cats. We know a lot of really good cats. <sighs> anyway, this book has a poodle on the cover, which is not a cat, unfortunately. No. No. Smaller and angrier. Well, maybe not smaller than most cats, but angrier, I think, than yeah. your average cat. I would, I, I, yeah. This is not a nice poodle. I was no. at first like, oh, that's cutie morphs a poodle. No, this poodle is all bad all the time. Like, <laughs> this is a poodle that is attracted to the scent of fear. <laughs> this poodle this is, is a vicious poodle. This is a small wolf in a jacket. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even have the pack instinct of a wolf, though. No, It'll go for true. anything. It's just mean. Just it's mean. It's just mean. Um, this is the cover where on the inside there are references to other things the, uh, illustrator did. I remember looking, because oh, really? before Back we... Back when we found his Christmas card? Yeah, but I think, I think this is before we even did the podcast, we were just looking up the, um, digital illustrator guy who's doing the covers. As you do. Um, <laughs> you know, um, and he had, like, a website that I, I don't think has been updated in a long time. I think that's why there's still some old stuff up. Um, but it's but a it perfect cool. time capsule. Yeah, and it, it is really neat to look up. Like, this was cutting-edge yeah. tech at the time. Like, thinking about the technology with which he was doing this, it's very right. impressive. <laughs> it's like if you manage to smash two bricks together yeah. and produce, like, a beautifully photoshopped meme. Yeah. Like, that level of... Uh, cludging required yeah. and so so the um if you look on the inside art of this book there's like uh the the guy in front of a bunch of tv screens and apparently if you look a bunch of the screens have either other animorphs covers he's done or like other books he's done um nice pictures of his family and then he has orson which i think is his dog which is in a lot of the covers is oh he's got like, like he's got a Something that he sneaks into a lot of the covers. I believe it's a dog. Maybe a cat. It's well, one his of his Christmas pets. card. His Christmas card was two cats Ooh. dancing in front of a tree, right? Yeah, it's probably cats then. It's probably a cat. I mean, I don't know. Orson is a species. Yeah, free I just name. know it's named Orson. Right. <laughs> so, like the alien from uh, Mark and Mindy. <laughs> oh, really? Maybe Orson was a human. I don't remember. Um. Yeah, that's my main factoid. I mean, that's good trivia. I need to go look at the inside cover of this book yeah. stat. 
It's, so it's it's William Roger Tennant. Yeah, in William front of Roger a, Tennant, uh, whose name I could never get all three names right. Um, me neither. I, I think I think I have them wrong even now. He's just W R T. Uh, he's Wirt. Actually, oh, one of he's Wirt. Roger William Tennant. William Roger Tennant. Uh, we'll just not worry. About he's Wirt. Yeah. He's the man. I also couldn't figure out if he's a Dr. Phil or what specific celebrity yeah. he's meant to be a, a riff on. Yeah, I couldn't remember. In the way of Joe Bob Finestra. I couldn't remember 90s um, daytime. Like, I know, like, mid-thousands daytime TV. Because mm-hmm. that's, like, when I was home from school. Right. But I don't think I was, like, when I was the age to be reading Animorphs, I didn't really care about what was on daytime TV. Uh-huh. Even when I was homesick, I would be watching cartoons. Oh, sure. Or, like, a Lost in Space rerun. Yeah, so... He can't be, like, a... a Maury, because that's a one-name. One-name. Yes. Yes. And if I feel like if you were meant to be a Dr. Phil, then he would truly be a doctor yeah. something instead of just a three-name boy. Well, it's a mystery, it's a mystery which we were not able to solve. Once we figure it out, it'll all be very obvious, but that doesn't matter. That's not the point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. So this is a book with a poodle and a, po- a talk show host in it. Yeah. That's what you know so far. It's also a Marco book. It's a Marco book. Marco has a lot of feelings. Mm-hmm. This is a feelings, emotionally yeah. heavy, yeah, emotions heavy and emotionally heavy book, I oh, think. Oh, Marco. Um, yeah, it is also, I knew it leaded into Visser, but oh boy does it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't remember the strength which, which, with which it catapults you into pick up this book today yeah this is just like the last section of this is just viscer part one (laughs) yep it's Um, good i I liked this book a lot yeah i I think it was a a good ghost written well-balanced thing uh, even though it was uh, a little rough at times yeah oh yeah uh yeah it's yeah yeah that's how i felt this whole book is just quietly hand over heart whispering marco my son yeah child please please. go on more dates with axe as you literally basically (laughs) do in this book there are there are a lot of moments in this book (laughs) if you choose to ship them which i do um same though that's it's adorable yeah i mean i love all the animorphs but it's very cute Mm -hmm. sorry i'm tired okay let's Okay. This book opens with Marco playing PlayStation with his dad. <laughs> it's really cute. It's very sweet, very honestly. Good. There are a lot of really good, like, earnest and honest yeah. looks at Marco and his dad's relationship, too, which I really like. Yeah, I love... I, his dad is cool. Like, like yep. his dad plays his dad is trying so him. hard. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's a good dude, and, like, I also, like, I want him to be happy, but I also know that his mom yeah. is the host for Visser two, two? One? Visser one? One. Um, yeah. I do have a list of the games that Marco says he is good oh at. Oh my god, please, please. The ones that he will wreck you at? Yeah, he, he also, he has like a whole litany of the ways in which he will destroy you yeah. at these games. Please share with us, what were the top ten PlayStation hits in 1999? Well, he lists three, but I'm okay, sure he can do all, yeah. Of Tekken? Duke nice. Nukem. Well, good. NFL Blitz, which I don't know if that's real. That could be. I think that's real. I, I that's think that's not real. like off-brand or at Madden. least there's, 
Oh, maybe they couldn't get the license for Madden. I don't even know <laughs> if Duke Nukem had like a co-op though. mode. That's also true. They'll. They're I mean, probably... listen. There's some celebrities in this book yeah. who I know they did not consult about using their likeness in their name because there's no yeah. possible way that this was a cross-promotional thing. <laughs> I can't wait until we get to these celebrities. Yes. I screamed when I read them. I had no... Yeah, anyway. Um, I had no recollection. You know what? If these don't have co-op mode, I think that's Marco- because the author of this book just found games yes. that a child would play which is fair <laughs> also i'm willing to believe that marco would make you sit down on the couch with him yeah. and just watch him yeah. be good at a game hey, dad can you watch me play duke nukem for oh three hours stop it. stop it my whole heart because his dad would <laughs> yeah. because he's trying very hard because he knows he's got a big yeah. ask coming up at some point midway through this book um because i'm reading it not as a child there's a point where i was like hey Marco's dad and his girlfriend are kind of great together. <laughs> yeah. They're, they both have some good points to them. Yep. And they seem happy. <laughs> they seem happy. They're making out on the couch like <laughs> teens. It's, I like them a lot. Yeah. They, I, I like that. I like that. Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, the math teacher's name is Nora. Yeah. I think. It, I like that she has a terrible dog I because love, I too have loved yeah. terrible animals. Like I, I feel you. I love that she named her terrible dog Euclid. Yep. Like, and she's you a math nerd. teacher. You it's big so nerd. Sweet. Like, yeah. I like. I was like, oh, as a kid, I probably like didn't care, but now I'm like, oh, this is very adorable. Mm-hmm. Her last name is Robinette, which seems fake to me, but um, everything else I enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Also, this is probably Marco changing her last name oh, for your true. protection, right? Yeah. Also, because this way he gets to call her Mrs. Rottenette. Or Mrs. <laughs> Rottenette. <laughs> oh, 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 boy, boy. Right. So in the middle of dad video games time, yeah. um, Nora, Mrs. Robinette, uh, calls his dad. Uh, and we get Marco's brief narration of they've been dating for a couple months. Um, yeah. And it really seems like his dad has changed while dating her, which I can now read as his dad is starting to come out of his depression. Yeah. Which is great. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm happy for them, but Marco is conflicted, obviously. Understandably, right. Um, and he he's watching, like, while his dad is, like, wasting time on the phone, Marco starts watching some daytime TV or something like yeah it's he, i think he's between- just flipping through channels and like grudgingly admits that he occasionally enjoys watching this yeah. william roger Tennant. yeah talk he's show. like yeah it's it's he's like so embarrassed about it and then the other kids do rib him later when they mm-hmm. find out he watched it which is very good. adorable it's good um so he turns the channel to william roger Tennant, mm-hmm. who is like some self-help man yeah, he's written some kind of crummy, like, gender essentialism books, yeah. I think, or and, like, some self-help books. But he's described as, like, a cool dude with a ponytail who has yeah. this lava lamp, easy chair, like, <laughs> TV set. You can picture this. this I'm sure you can picture wild. this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess he's the... I remember the Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus book was big. Yeah. So maybe... I don't know who wrote that. Maybe they had Maybe they had names. a talk show. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they had a talk show with three names. Anyway... He's like a soothing, kind man who tells you to, how to fix your problems. Which is great right up until uh, a very nervous lady calls in and she feels lonely and concerned and it's pretty sad. Um, and William Rogers Tennant says, I just called him William, so that's just oh, not, that's you know, not even he, a name. <laughs> but I like it. He's a man of many names. Yeah, sure. William Tenner Roget is my forget. new variety. Yeah. Um, so Tenner Roget says, cool, yeah. you're lonely. I have a great solution for you. Yeah. 
join the sharing. Yeah, why not? Join this fun group. Meet some slug friends. Make some new yeah. friends. <laughs> you'll never be lonely. Yeah, you'll never be alone head. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. Oh, your body horror uh, gets me pretty bad. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah, so once his dad is finally off the phone, poor Marco has to postpone the rest of him and his dad's bonding time to yeah. call Jake and call an Animorphs meeting. And I do like when he's when he's like telling his dad, he's like, oh, I gotta go call Jake. And his dad's like, what? Like, like I like that Marco is like, it's like Marco's going off to his job. Like, yeah. he has to call his boss. <laughs> oh, there's some emergency. to call the general. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and his dad is, uh, it's it's very sweet and sad. His dad is like, oh, but I, I specifically set aside this time so you could school me in Duke Nukem. It's, um, so, it's so cute. Yeah. And God. his dad reads it as Marco being, like, mad at him for dating yeah. again, which, which feels very true to life. Yeah, which Marco is. Yep. <laughs> but this is not him being mad. This is him having to bust some yurks. Yeah. And I, I really like how Marco is written uh, in dealing with this. Like, he, he's not in a place where he can make nice with his dad and say, no, it's okay. I feel yeah. great. I'm so happy you're dating again. Instead, he's just honestly like, yeah, this is weird, and walks yeah. out the door. Yeah, he, like, is not dealing with any feelings, but at least... <laughs> at least he's honest about the fact that he just doesn't yeah. deal. He's like, this is weird. I yep. have to go. <laughs> Goodbye. I have to go be a bird. I mean... See my friend for a basketball. (laughs) But the problem is... Oh, God, I forgot about this problem. Yeah, Marco has to morph a bird to go to the meeting, whatever. But um, his morph goes wrong, and he's like half lobster, half osprey, and it's bad, and he can't fly. He ends up having to bike to the meeting because his morphs are not going so good right now. Right. So this is like the allergy book because there's a TV personality and someone (laughs) can't control their morphs. Yeah. Only... um, He's like it's like inner turmoil instead right. of uh, body turmoil causing right. it. But yeah, same thing, same deal. Uh, I do like that he rides his bike over and it just tries to play it off as like I wanted to get some exercise. You guys are always harping on me that we need to stay physically fit. Oh my god, Axe, Axe is so <gasps> yes. Good in this oh, Axe's the sides are so go- okay. Sorry, I I, we should backtrack because this but... whole scene is great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he heads to the barn. First of all, everyone's like, you're late. And Rachel's like, me and Tobias are missing Felicity. (laughs) Which, I don't know how she and her bird boyfriend watch that together, but I love it. Yep. I love that they watch the show together. They just have a cute date. Oh, can we can we sidebar about that extremely good fan fiction that someone recommended oh, to us? That was so good. It was so good. I don't know. Maybe we can tweet out a link because yeah. I don't want everyone to get to read this. Someone, some kind soul wrecked us a really good Rachel Tobias date fic on our SoundCloud uh, for episode 34. So we'll tweet it out, but also you can go look at their comment. It's really good, and I recommend yeah, it as it a chaser. Really nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, I think I read it right after I read the book, so it was like, oh. Yeah, I needed that. a nice coda to the yeah. sad book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the Marco other- mocks them a little bit for their date because he's clearly shaken and goes a little too far. Cassie shoots him a really serious glare and yeah. he recognizes that he's overstepped a boundary. I do like Axe saying that he knows what physical fitness is. Yes. But that he's not wearing the right clothes because the, yeah. the because <laughs> these messages have told him the kind of clothes you need to wear to yeah. 
<laughs> to be physically fit. And if you don't have your special artificial skin, you can't. You, you can't cannot. go to the gym. Yeah. You will not be fit if oh you God. aren't wearing Adidas You aren't wearing your Nike kicks. Yeah. Uh, Axe in human form in this book is in rare form. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. He's having – this is like human Axe going wild. And human Axe to, to the max. Yeah. yeah. Axe to the max. Axe to the max. Axe max snacks. Um, so Axe uh, – they try to explain to Axe who uh, – Roger Roger Tenner is yeah, uh, and they explain that he wrote some bad self help books, yeah. which are instructions instructions for living. Yeah, <laughs> and Axe yeah, they- chimes in with, "Oh, like breathe sufficient air." Like Axe, come on, Axe, my sweet Axe, boy, shuts watched- the whole meeting down. Honey, you watch daytime TV. I know I you've guess- seen Oprah. We know you know who Oprah yeah, is. Like you understand this concept. Yeah, because Cassie's like, oh, it's like chicken soup for the soul, or like Oprah, not like instruction instructions. And mm-hmm. and Axe is like, oh, I like Oprah. Yep. But she, <laughs> like he, she too enjoys chicken soup, but it must be low fat and heart healthy. Just <laughs> like Axe. He's a parrot. He's the best alien parrot I've ever seen. They reference the fact that he's been watching a lot of TV a lot in this book, and Mm -hmm. I love it. (laughs) Just always, please, 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 give me 20-page sidebars about what Axe has been up to in his time off. Just like Axe talking about his favorite shows. Yeah. Yeah. I would watch a talk show where Axe talks about talk shows. Yeah. The The talk show show. Talk, like, tries to replicate shows that are on TV. (laughs) That's good. (sighs) Anyway. So they're going to have to run a smear campaign yeah, to take William Roger Tennant off the air. But first they have to, like, surveil him to figure out how to, What are his weaknesses? Yeah, what are his weak points? Right. How um, can he be pressured into revealing his true yerk self or yeah. doing something essentially self-destructive enough that the network will take away his funding? Yeah, and... But Jake is like, so you're good to morph, right? Mark is like, yeah, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. In typical it. Animorph fashion. Yeah. Um, this is how these kids roll, and I hate it. These poor children. I know. Um, Sue. They start surveillance on Wirt's mansion. Uh, over the next three days, they kind of take turns scoping out his beachfront crib which is very fancy it reminded me of the description of fake bill gates's house because it's another giant compound which i guess every celebrity just lives in but they are in california right so maybe that's just how houses are yeah yeah so this man has the exact same schedule every day down to the minute yeah so this is a little a little spooky yeah it turns out to be important that he jogs every day at a certain time because that comes up later but um he's got a ton of animals Yes. Birds mostly. Yeah, mostly birds. He's like squeaky clean. He rescues he rescues these creatures. Yeah. He donates to charity. He runs like volunteer programs. Yeah. Uh they're essentially they're they're starting to think that this may not be as easy as uh whatever they had to do to that dude in the allergy book, which I don't remember anymore. Just frighten him on TV? Yeah, he like had to leave the country. Yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> another life he's ruined thanks to Animorphs. Dead. Yeah, he was oh like he's a definitely child. dead. Yeah. <laughs> Womp womp. Um, yeah, so they, I do like that Marco is complaining about 
missing Powerpuff Girls. Oh, yeah. And the reason he has to miss it is because he switched, um, like, surveillance duties with Cassie so he could watch South Park the day before. Yeah. So, Marco, you <laughs> made your get your own. cartoons. You made your You made bed. this bed. Yeah, you have to... Now lie in it. Lie in it. And watch a man jog. <laughs> <laughs> the sleepiest bed. Um, I really like Marco and Cassie as surveillance buddies. Um, it's very cute. It's good. It's a very... Marco starts out uh, kind of seeing frustrated. Cassie pokes him a little bit. Are like, oh, you sure you're not mad about your dad dating again? And he initially puts yeah. her off very strongly. Like, of course not. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I would never talk about it. What do you mean? I there's don't have feelings. It's yeah, fun. there's nothing to talk about. Cassie's like, okay. And Marco immediately launches into like a literally described as 45 minute long spiel about like, this is not okay. Here are all the ways in which my life is horrible right now. I like that he he says like, Cassie said like, hmm, yeah, at all the right points. I don't know if she was listening, which is like, that's probably probably what Cassie has to do a lot of the time. Yeah. She she works so hard. Cassie does not get enough credit. Yeah. Oh, Cassie. She is an angel in this book. Yeah. Like, there's a point where it becomes Cassie trying to help him deal in a way that she would deal with things, but I do like that she's trying. Like, yeah. Like, in a world where they aren't animorphs, he does, he would just need to talk this out, but they're animorphs, so. Right. I really like Cassie and Jake kind of handing that yeah. off later on in the book was great to me. Yeah. I want to see the conversation that Cassie and Jake have later about like, hey, so we're dating and you're also kind of our war general. Uh. But um, I think in the moment, I like that they both get to show off their emotional strengths yeah. such as they are. Especially since like Jake and Marco are best friends. So, like Yeah. There are points where Jake is sort of tone deaf to what's happening because he's so busy being um, dwarf dad. Yeah. Um, But there's a point where it's like, oh, yeah, no, he knows Marco. He knows Marco. Cassie, like, you have the most emotional intelligence of all these kids, but Mm -hmm. Jake knows Marco and he knows what Marco needs to hear, which is nice. Like, because Jake is team dad the whole book, so it's, like, only at the end where we get to see them have that moment. Yeah. Oh. It's very good. This is a good book. The more I talk about it, the more I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I would fun. read it again. I had fun reading this one. Yeah, so Marco... They spy on his pet birds, Yeah, and they start to build this plan where they're going to morph those pet birds to search his yeah. house, again, for vulnerabilities, yeah. question mark? I guess just like to, like... dirt, dirt they can dig up? Yeah. They morph squirrels to get into the compound. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I did too, until I remembered that first... Axe enjoys their nimble digits, which oh, I like. Right. <laughs> Secondly, their plan involves Jake as a squirrel holding a Swiss army knife so he can cut and open the screen. Paws, right. And then oh he just God. drops it. And I'm like, whose Swiss army knife is that? <laughs> are you going to have to go get that later? Because Swiss army knives are not like cheap. They're kind of expensive. They're like, yeah. How many, how many weeks worth of allowance did you guys have to pull to buy this? Or did one of you scoop it up later? Like, oh. I need all the details. <laughs> Okay, maybe when Marco throws the laptop out the window later, he gets out, picks up the laptop and the Swiss Army knife, and then stashes them in Axe's scoop where they keep this, like, slowly building arsenal of miscellaneous tech products. Yeah, it's like his um, Little Mermaid um, Bob collection. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely what... That's my canon now. Yep. Um, So Marco and Rachel go inside and they have to acquire cockatiels, Mm -hmm. which is not easy. 
Oh, right. Axe also hacks that um, the alarm system as a squirrel, which is pretty good because you know it took both of his little squirrel hands pushing on that number pad to push one button. I, uh, fact. That's just a fact. This is just Squirrel Girl. This is just an issue <laughs> of Squirrel it Girl. Is. Here's Tippy Toe and, and also it. Tippy Two. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Um, so they have to cry. So they morph these birds. Yeah. After like wrestling with this bird to get it to let them acquire it they acquire the bird they become the bird um but the bird is nervous and marco is having problems so he is slipping into nervous bird ticks um and uh tenant man is checking his emails and they go to like see what he's doing Mm -hmm. um He's doing something completely innocuous. Yeah. He's like writing a thank you letter to yeah. someone. He's just but then like hanging out in his room with a giant window checking his emails, which is, yep. you know, looking at his birds. That's my whole freelance life. Mm-hmm. It's just me in a room alone with no birds. Checking emails. Anyway, <laughs> checking emails. It's true. Um, so he gets a phone call. He gets a phone call. It is. And he's terrified. Yeah. And he answers, and it's Visitor 3. Spoiler, it's Visitor 3. <laughs> this phone call is the most incredible phone call. <laughs> I, I wish we could hear both sides of it. Because yes. you know, Visitor 3 is in human morph so that he could actually oh call God. someone on the phone. Oh, God, he was, isn't he? Oh, right. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. He's like, Visser, as you know, I have this cool banquet I got to go to where I'm going <laughs> to get a prize. Come, get, come watch me get an award, Dad. I'm getting my ASO tournament trophy. Yeah, I'm going to, and, and they're going to give us, give me a prime time slot because I got this cool award on mm-hmm. the network because he has this TV show. Um, so we can use my new prime time spot, yeah. as you know, Visser, to recruit yeah. many more people for the sharing, as you know, Visser, you like know. having both halves of this conversation. <laughs> Meanwhile, Marco oh, is tooting. Marco. Marco's not great. Tweeting? Tooting? He's making little bird noises and he's upset. He's, like, pulling out his feathers. It's a very yeah. clear depiction of bird anxiety. Yeah. It's, uh, it's rough. It's really upsetting. Poor baby. Um, and and I do like that he has to go, excuse me, Visser, and then yell at his bird to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we then get the, uh, the great experience of him relaying, essentially, like, Visser on the other end of the line must be screaming yeah. because Tennant is just like... Yes, I know. Soon we will be able to eliminate all, <laughs> all uh, what is it? All inessential creatures yeah. from this planet. You're right, Visser. No, Visser. Which is very good. No, Visser, I don't feel I should kill the bird. I must maintain William Roger Tennant's yeah. animal-loving image. <laughs> but yes, these cockatiels are very annoying. Pause. <laughs> then, yes, Visser, the day will come when we exterminate all irrelevant creatures. Looking forward to it. <laughs> this is oh so God, good. It's like... It's so good. It's a transcription of the, like, cover your butt email you send yeah. to your horrible boss. <laughs> this is just, like, a chef kiss, like, sequence. Yeah. Forward re-birds. Yeah. <laughs> re-birds. It's really good. Cannot kill them yet. Um, but, yes, I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Do not Please worry. circle back. <laughs> Yours, Tenant. <laughs> Best, Tenant Man. Yeah. Cheers, Tenant. Um, and Marco is still flipping out, and he ends up pooping on him. Pooping on the desk. Yep. Um, and the guy closes the blinds so that no one can Uh-oh. see him, and uh, goes in on this bird and goes to attack him. Um, screams he's going to kill him. Yeah. So with murderous intent. Um, and he realizes he is not that he is a, an endolite bandit because um, Marco, the, all of his birds know their names, and. 
Um, so he's ready to kill Marco. Um, and he's saying, like, oh. Rachel's still in the room this whole oh, yeah. time trying to, like, talk <laughs> Marco through, like, don't panic, yeah. don't panic, we're going to figure this out. Um, she does steal Tenant's toupee in an this attempt is, to distract him. This is, like, the this, fifth time this, this has happened. The third, at least. That's a lot. I remember three times. So that's uh-huh. a lot of toupees being stolen. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere in another life, we've tracked, like, eyeballs scooped and yeah. toupee, toupees swooped. Hands and we've got a good off. tracker going. Hands lost. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like that um, Will, William Roger Tennant um, complains about how it's so hard to have this host because the host is so nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right. So this is this is an unusually psychopathic yerk, even yeah. for yerks. He is an especially rageful yerk. <laughs> yes. Um, which I guess is why he and Vister 3 sort of get along. Right. It's why they have these weekly phone call yeah. check-in meetings. It's why, yes. It's clearly. why Vister 3 bothers to morph human to yell at him. To talk to him. Yeah. Vister 3 is probably like another good convo with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're really, we're vibing yeah. on the same page about how horrible these birds are. <laughs> so Marco, Marco's friends come to bust him out and he demorphs and immediately tries to go into his battle morph. Oh, it does not go well. Bad news. Bad, yes. Bad times. He tries to morph, um, I forget what he even tries to morph, but he ends up like half lobster, half half gorilla, gorilla. I think. Yeah. So um, he's like a mer-gorilla. Yeah, and he can, a and he's having trouble breathing. Um, it's very bad. And Tobias can see him from the window where he's, like, being the eyes in the sky. And he's like, Margo, what are you doing? What's happening? <laughs> hey, buddy. Um, How's it going? He ends up kind of, like, being able to get it under control. But he has to help everyone get out of this house. They're, like, barricaded mm-hmm. behind this giant door. They're in, like, a room where David Foster Wallace. David. Now, that's. Now. Hang on. Can't, Anyway, this guy is trying to bear, like... Alfred Lord Tennyson yeah, Alfred has Lord Tennyson, trapped his birds. Um, is in the next room, and he's trying to get the break down the door so he can kill this bird um, that he thinks is an Andalite. Um, oh, man, there was a joke. I missed a joke about... Oh, man, he could have been considering the lobster because he's David Foster Wallace. But anyway, <laughs> let's, let's move right along. Sorry. Can you just edit that one in? Can you just make me sound funnier and faster on the uptake than I actually am? <laughs> So they're escaping. Yeah, he throws the computer out the window and they all get out. Don't worry. It's yes. Fine. Yeah. They pick up the pocket knife on the way. They do. Also. Okay, yeah, obviously. Definitely for sure was in the book. Definitely yeah. for real in the book and not just in our Yeah, there's fiction. like a little asterisk at the bottom of the page. It said, Carrie and Megan, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. They took it. It's fine. <laughs> it's cool. We know. We know. So it's time for a barn meeting. Um, Rachel be- It's time for mid-book escalation. Yeah. Rachel starts to roast Marco about not telling them, and then he's like, oh. remember that crocodile book? Uh, and she's like, oh yeah, never mind. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah, I, I liked that a lot. Because, like, he's right. She didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, like, they're trying to, like, get to the bottom of this, and they're like, Marco, you're, you're going through some stuff right now, aren't you? And, um... They, they they try to explain to Axe what dating is, which seems... Oh, right. Because, like, Jake at That's first... That's a great conversation. Like, at first, Jake is like, what's the big deal with your dad dating? And I'm like, Jake! Jake, come on, this? sweetheart. Um, yeah, like, Cassie has to be like, Jake, remember, like, 
he's not really a widower anymore. Right. Um, and then they have to explain to Axe, like, she wants to, like... Why people date. <laughs> yeah, basically. And, or, like, uh, I forget exactly what the... Con- or why it's upsetting that yeah. his dad is dating with his mom is still alive. Yeah, because we do get to see Axe going, oh, perhaps your father is young and restless. Yeah. Those who are young <laughs> and restless frequently change... Change mates. mates. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's, he's learning a little bit from TV. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit about all the wrong things, which is great. Um. Anyway, Cassie's like, hey, Marco, you need to, like, talk about your problems because that's what's causing your bad morphs. Like, right. To- right. Oh, yeah. That's their, their hand wavy explanation is, like, emotional turmoil yeah. is legit what's causing him to be a, a gorilla with a lobster yeah, tail, which, which is, is bad. Very good. But also, if that were the case, <laughs> these kids would never morph. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, like, like, part of Marco's deal is that he's like, what? Like, like. Nothing's wrong. It's fine. Everyone else has problems, too. So, like, I'm not... I don't have anything to talk about, which is, like, a very real thing. But, um... Yeah. Marco! Marco! It's frustrating. <laughs> you almost, yeah. like, couldn't breathe because you were part lobster. Like, yeah. you need to deal with this. <laughs> oh. Um... And they're like, hey... Oh, there's... God. Right. When he's when he's running through this list of, like, listen, everyone else has problems. Yeah. Um, he does get some really sick yeah. burns in on his friends, which I love yeah. so much. Gets- the only one I wrote down is his Jake burn, yeah. but it was just perfect. Well, especially since Jake is like, hey! Because <laughs> he yeah. gets called so a he's dumb like, jock. <laughs> yeah. Jake is... Uh, he says, Jake is just a dumb jock trying to play Eisenhower, <laughs> and Jake immediately <laughs> chimes in with, dumb jock! <laughs> It's, it's he's big, sweet. Megan. He's I big. forget sometimes that he's a big, big jock, like basketball boy. He's just like a dopey basketball team. He's a dopey dad. Yeah, like, like he should be using these leadership skills on the court. Like, <laughs> yeah, he should be captain, but not like general. No, yeah, just captain, just like fun team captain, co-captain. Yeah. Gosh. Anyway, in my sports anime animorphs AU, oh my goodness. this gets explored more fully. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. It's just Teen Wolf is the yeah, problem. Is they already true. did it, and it's just Teen Wolf. <laughs> okay, so um, basically, Marco hates his life. Yeah, Marco hates his life. Marco refuses. Marco's been banned from morphing. Yeah, Marco is like, I don't have anything to talk about, and they're yep. like, Well, we're gonna figure out what to do with this mission, but you just can't morph. You're in timeout <laughs> yeah. essentially until you learn to talk like, about your feelings. Go learn like emotional health. <laughs> yes. Um. And I, I do like that Jake is also like, we have to do our homework. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so they send Marco yeah. home. He walks home because he is barred from birding. Oh, yeah. He can't fly home anymore. Um, I know. He goes home. All lights are off. He assumes the worst, of course. Right. Um, the worst in this case not being like, oh, my dad's out late. I have to make my oh, own yeah, dinner. No, like, but, oh, we're being attacked by controllers. Yeah, like the Yerks. And my dad has been taken. Yeah, yeah. they found the me. The Yerks know who I am. It's all over. My life is literally over as opposed yeah. to teenager over. Yeah, like actual over. Like my right. dad is captured by a hork right now over. Um, mm-hmm. So he's, he's thinking the worst. He opens the door. <laughs> this And immediately he's attacked. By a poodle. Um, it's the poodle. It's the bad, yeah, bad, bad poodle bad from poodle. the cover of the book. And his dad, well, well Miss well, Nora is like sitting on his dad's lap on the couch in the dark. Oh yeah. Which okay, <laughs> they're in the dark with their poodle making out, which is fine. But like, why would you turn all the lights off and then leave your poodle right? And around? then sit 
why would you do that? And then sit back down on the yeah. couch also. Like, you know somebody got up to turn the lights off and then just decided, no, this is fine. This is convenient. Yeah, like, I have, like, a 13-year-old son who I'm assuming will be out for a long time, but we don't know for sure. Like, so let's just hang out on this couch. It's cool. Which, I guess maybe they were watching a movie yeah. on the couch, but that's not as funny to yeah, me, so that's no. not what happened. Like, I... But also, it's it's very cute. It's like, oh, like, his dad is living life, having a good time, and it's adorable. Um, yeah. Yeah, this was good. Just the image of their mean dog, like, sitting there in the room. <laughs> that was too much for me. Anyway. Um, right, because it's either it's sitting there watching, or it's, like, running around the room yapping, and both are pretty maybe bad. Maybe turn the lights off so the dog wouldn't be visible. Oh, so the dog would go to sleep? <laughs> yeah. like, oh. Oh, no, you mean just so they won't see it, not so it's like a bird and it thinks it's night. Well, both. both. You mean they can't look at the horrible dog? It could be both. Um, I do like that Nora is like, oh, you could consent stress. Are you stressed, Marco? (laughs) That is the most stressful thing anyone has ever said. Right, right, obviously. I love that it's borne out that, like, when somebody morphs up. you did yeah. later in the book it's like oh yeah i super duper can smell fear yeah i smell fear and i want to chase it and i want to eat it yeah um yeah and then marco's just like nothing's wrong dad and he like goes up to his room Bye. um and he plays he takes his game. playstation up yeah. to his room yeah <laughs> which you know what i want marco to just have some time to play playstation just get a little escapism yeah. in. that's important for balance like, you gotta have the game time Listen, as someone who has put an ungodly number of hours into Breath yeah. of the Wild, I agree. Look, you gotta have the game. As time. someone who's been playing, you gotta have your Animal Crossing. Someone yeah, everybody's got their thing. Sailor Moon drops for three days. Oh, how nice! And nice. I've, how is it? I I keep running out of hearts because I keep losing levels, but I want. Yep. I want to complete them. <laughs> yep, they got it. They got that little tiny dose of yeah. serotonin exactly tuned. Correctly. All I want to do is match those jewels and make. And cakes or whatever. Jump those magic carbs? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I haven't even. There's too many games. There's too many games. Yeah. I know. It's a problem. We would that we could return to a simpler year where all we had was Madden or Duke Nukem. <laughs> um, yeah. So the Animorphs so they, have decided. They make a new plan. Yeah. So at the Solid Citizen Awards, which is the worst name I've ever heard of, um, <laughs> They're basically. Right, it's not a good citizen. No, it's, a solid, it's not a great citizen, but they're solid. Solid citizens. Solid as a rock. <laughs> um, basically, they're going to go there and mess with him while he's um, in front of people. That's basically it. Right. Um, yeah. They're going to try to make him lose his cool. Yeah. And this is conveniently at the same hotel as that UN thing many books ago. Right. So it's that same yeah. space as those horrible pillars that I never fully Yeah, understood. like, once again, they're like, okay, don't worry about it. Remember this last book? It's that place. Which, it's it makes one. sense. Like, I'm not <laughs> I'm not ragging on this yeah. ghostwriter. It makes sense that there would be yeah. the same things in the same area. Um, right. You have one, like, SPX is always at the yeah. Marriott. There's one conference You gotta center. always be at that Marriott. <laughs> you gotta see that rock. Yeah. You gotta see that weird, weird that carpet. That painting of the um, owner and his son near the elevator. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they 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 fly into seagulls. They go inside. They morph roaches. They try to crawl on the ceiling. Does not work. Um, nope. I do like that Cassie's like, sorry, I could have sworn I've seen roaches crawling yeah. on the ceiling, and I was like, same, Cassie, same. Yeah, I too have been now, horrified by shadows. They can go any. I've seen one crawling on the wall, real high up. So Cassie, yep. I would have assumed too. Um, yep. 
So the plan is for all of the kids to morph roaches. Um, and prank prank yeah. tenant Rigium, like, Rigium's Walder. He, they have to somehow get to his table. His food, um, So yeah. the plan is for, I guess Marco drew the short straw or something, because he has to morph human, put the roaches on a plate of salad. He has to carry five roaches out. in yeah, his hands, which is just horrible. Um, horrible. Put them on a salad, carry the salad out to, or get the salad brought out to the right person. Mm-hmm. Which he and then he he also is supposed to morph spider and get into yeah. the salad with the rest of his roachy friends. Yeah, and then we find out later they're supposed to like demorph from roach, become fleas, and then be fleas. Um, it's a it's lot. Very complicated. I don't understand. That's okay because this plan doesn't it's work, mostly, so don't worry about it. I mean, it. it's mostly so there can, there can be a lot of set pieces, which is like yeah. Marco in the which kitchen, which I did enjoy getting yelled yeah. at by the French chef. Marco trying mm-hmm. to tell them like, oh. Um, he doesn't like, uh, tomatoes, so make sure one salad has no tomatoes so I can see, see which one is So his. I can put these roaches yeah. in it, basically. <laughs> and nobody notices these roaches, like... Yeah, like, roaches are big, Yeah, right? like That's not... I mean, huh. maybe, like, non-New York City roaches are not that big, but I'm picturing, like, at least an inch and a half long, big yep. water yep. bug. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Horrible, horrible creatures. Gigi eats them. I'm oh, so proud of her. Let's go back to cat cast. What a good kitty. Let's talk about how good my roommate's cat is who eats roaches. She is a strong wild hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Gigi. Anyway, uh, Marco tries, Marco gets the roaches in the salad, tries to morph spider. Does not. It does not does go not as go planned. Well. I do like um, the kitchen staff reacting to the. Oh, me like, too. There's some... The horrible spider skunk <laughs> hybrid. Because, like, Marco doesn't think anything's wrong at first. And then everyone yeah. starts screaming, and he's like, oh, I guess this isn't normal. Like, I guess yeah. they're a little big for a spider. And he's like... I guess they have paws. <laughs> I guess I'm kind of a spider skunk. <laughs> um, and, I like, one of the kitchen staff is like, it's the end of days! Yeah. <laughs> Which is my favorite character. And yeah. then there is one later on who you hear reference say something like, oh, it's an Andalite. So, like, there's, is there, there's also one person in the kitchen who's the controller. <laughs> But they just, right. they're all but there's there. also someone who's convinced that this is a yeah. demon. Yeah. Which is good. Like, I like the a good range of reactions. Character. is really good. Yeah. Um, and they, they're like, they, Marco doesn't see them, but you, you hear them multiple times, which is funny. Um, yeah. Yeah, so he's having some trouble with this morph. He ends up morphing back to human because, like, that's mm-hmm. the safest thing. But he gets put on pig bucket. Which is him having to go out in the alley and slop out a bunch of garbage. Right. I assume it's like composted yeah. garbage. I did not know. My yeah. only customer service is at Cold yeah. Stone, which had different kinds of trash, but not <laughs> kitchen trash. Yeah, I was assuming proper. it was like, um, yeah, like the busboy slop. Um, yeah, the busboy slop, you know. Meanwhile, he's getting thought speak yelled at by all of our teams. <laughs> I do lo- Jake says, Jake says the salad's going to be served in <laughs> 10 of our minutes. Yeah. Which is the best sign that he's been spending too much time with us. He says, we will be served in 10. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> I, that's even yeah, better. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, funny parts in this part of the book where, like, because the thought speak is to, uh, is to all the Animorphs, Marco is off doing something else to, like, keep his cover and, like, yeah. hearing them <laughs> talk about, like, Animorphs stuff, which is so funny. It's great. Um, so the roach slug goes out, but is not taken by the right person. They don't care who it goes right. to. So it turns out mm-hmm. being brought out. Oh, I can't, I can't believe we have to say this sentence. 
So there's some special there's guests at the banquet because it's like a it's a big deal for the TV personalities of the world. Uh, also, apparently, the musical yeah. personalities of the world. So there are a lot of special celebrity guest stars. Yeah, remember Hanson? Because they're there. <laughs> They sure are. All of the Hanson brothers, however many of them there are, three. which is more than three. three. Oh, I thought it was like no, five. No, there's nope. three because I had a box of Eggo waffles that had them on it. <laughs> nice. What are their names? Quick, tell uh, me. One of them is Zach. One of them is Eggo. <laughs> is what? Is Eggo. Yeah. Eggo, Zach, and Brian. Okay. Eggo, Zach, and Brian. That seems right. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Um, Zach unfortunately gets the roach salad and they're like crawling up his leg i like i was it's just a bad time just a really bad time and they don't know that they're on the wrong person initially yeah. so they're just pranking zach hansen harder than he's ever been pranked poor, in his life probably child. yeah i know he just wanted to sing with his family yeah. and now roach leg there's a uh I forget who says it. Uh, it must be Marco because it's like in human narration. But as they're as they're realizing how bad this plan has gone, um, who I assume is Marco says, "Someday when this is all over, people will ask us about the war with the Yorks." <laughs> let's leave this part yeah, out. Let's not mention this. Which is good. Yeah. Um, let's forget the time we pranked yeah, Hanson. There's a lot of Hanson digs in this section, also. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, true. because there's like screaming and like Tobias is like, "Sounds like a Hanson concert." Which, like, they're exactly the right age to be making fun of Hanson, but it's also kind of yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the plan changes. Axe. Plan B. Axe morphs human. Um, I don't know why. Don't know why why Axe drew the short straw here. Know. But it is the funniest possible yeah. option, so I'm yeah, very like, happy about it. I'm enjoying it. this. Don't know who who decided that he would be the one to morph human. Um, right. But I'm very they're grateful bringing him to, to pretend like he works in a kitchen, um, which is bad news. Um, Marco says that he has to convince Axe that the, like, apron is not a cape, which is very good. Oh, that's great. Oh, I missed that. That's a really good yeah. mental image. So everybody else morphs fleas. Axe and Marco are humans again, and they're going to tag team the pig bucket, do some busboy chores. Yeah. Uh, Axe is getting a little huffy and thought speak about, Marco didn't think I could do this, but I absolutely yeah. can. I am not being distracted by the delicious yeah. grease. Yeah. Axe is like, I'm doing such a good job. I can be a real good bus boy. Meanwhile, Marco... I'm the best yeah. human boy. Marco gets stuck in the alley after he does the pig bucket again. So he is just hearing oh, right. all of these thoughts speak things, which is so funny. Like, this is a very it's good really choice good. because it's really yeah. funny hearing Marco, like, in an alley listening to just Axe going like, oh, I'm great at being a bus boy. And then, yeah, like, I am the best at human. And, like, all the rest of the animals are like, I think we're on the right guy. Like, just, you know, can you pick us up and, like, put us on him or something? Right. And meanwhile, they're, like, getting Axe, like, clean yeah. off the plates. And Axe has yeah. his Amelia Bedelia moment of, like, <laughs> literally sticking his tongue out to wipe down these poor people's and plates. And I just love Marco in the alley yelling to no one, don't yeah. tell him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Don't you know what you're doing, yeah, like, Jake? Jake? Don't you know who you're telling to clean a plate? Come um, on. Yeah. And meanwhile, Axe's thought speak is, like, very yeah. reasonable. Like, oh, it is almost time to deliver the fleas. Yeah. Get ready to jump off. And he's off. like, oh, they don't like it, but I'm continuing to clean the plates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he's... It's a beautiful farce. Um, yeah, I really enjoy this. So Marco has to, like, run out, run through the entrance, like, try to get into the ballroom the long way while he's listening to all this, mm -hmm. which is very good. 
Um, he finally right. runs in. He runs up. Finally runs in. Axe is covered in Thousand Island dressing. He of has course. transferred the fleas to What's-His-Face, though. So at least that part of the plan is done. But there is now a busboy. Right. What's-His-Face is now furious. <laughs> What's-His-Face yeah. is furious, but Marco claims that they're fans, and that ends up getting them out of this problem. Yeah. <laughs> they just get an autograph and get yeah, to leave. and then... So then... Here's the best date interlude. It. This is literally like I've read fan fiction that starts yeah. like this where they have to pretend to date. So um, they have to find an empty seat so they can watch what they assume is going to be the spectacle of what's-his-face yeah. slowly having a breakdown. So they get to a table. There's only one open seat. And the people are like, there's only one seat. And Marco says, that's okay. Yeah. We're very close. And sits down and pulls Axe into his lap. So good. Marco is queer. It's fine. They're absolutely dating. Also, Marco is shorter than Axe, so he probably can't Oh, can't I forgot. Oh, I forgot. That's even better. I love it. I love it. This is killing me. I know. So they sit there for like 10 minutes, like while this guy just They're delivers his entire thing. speech. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, oh. this speech is nonsense. He's just like, you have to have love to like be loving, and then you have love, and it's good to have love in your heart. And he's like scratching his head because basically the plan is that the animorphs go to be fleas under his toupee and bite him a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And he's scratching, but turns out doesn't really work. He's he doesn't flip out the way they think he will. He's too strong. He cannot be yeah. contained by fleas. So that's yeah. it. This plan, plan didn't, didn't work. work at all at all. We did get a bunch of really beautiful set oh, yeah. piece pieces. I, I enjoyed but... it. But yeah, this did not work. Yeah. Um, Highly ineffective. So they're they're pretty demoralized. Yeah. They're just trying to figure out, like, what could we possibly do to make him lose it in yeah. public? Marco? Nothing we've tried yeah, is Yeah, Marco also did not tell them that his morph screwed up again. He oh, was acting right. as if he just chose to do these changes to the plan. Um, so yep. he goes home, and he's feeling bad, and Cassie comes over, and she's like, hey... I know you were hiding stuff from us. Everyone else was too busy, but I knew. <laughs> um, and she's trying again to get him to, like, talk about everything that's going on in his little Marco head. Um, and Marco does not want to. Yeah. It's pretty good. I real I felt like this is a, a real description, a real depiction of, like, the differences in yeah. their communication styles and, like, the kind of clash they might get into when, like... Cassie is so well-meaning and, I, you know, I think her advice would work yeah. for me and would work for a lot of people, which is, like, these things are awful. You have yeah. to talk about them, though, or else they're just going to fester. Yeah, also, like, she's not wrong. Like, she's saying, like, your problem is that yeah. you're not even accepting – like, you're not even telling – like, admitting to yourself what you're upset about. That you feel bad. Um, yeah. And that yeah. it's okay to be upset about this. Um, like, mm-hmm. So at least, like, admit that to yourself. Marco's like, I don't have any problems. Um, yep. Like, my life is yeah. fine. My life is fantastic. I've never felt yeah. better. Yeah, and it's it's like Cassie's advice is also not technically what you need when you're in a war situation, which is the, right. the oh, sad but part. Teams yeah, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like the the conversation they have is really good because it's it feels like really real. Like I think it would have been easy to have Marco's problems just be kind of like. Mm, I met at my dad, but it's like no, he right. He's mad because he wants his dad to be happy, but he knows what's really like he knows what really happened to his mom, and he can't tell his dad that, but he resents the fact that his mm-hmm. dad doesn't know. Like it's like there's a lot of like right. complexity to it that they actually yeah, it's let pretty nuanced, and also like to his problems, like they give it like the like he knows everyone else has problems too, and that's why he's not talking about it, which is. Like, that's right. a real thing. He doesn't thing. want to burden yeah. them. That's a very real thing. 
Um, oh, yeah, and then Cassie boy. eventually gives up after trying really hard to get him to talk, but she does say, um, you know, at the clinic, we're always getting animals who are hurt or injured by humans, by jerks who shoot at them for no reason to try and burn them or whatever. And I used to get so mad. I just hated those people. And I'd feel like I was wasting my time because, you know, there's always some jerk with a 22. I'd rage about it. But my dad told me, deal with what is. It means an animal is hurt. Help the animal. Or in your case, Marco, it means that the Yerks are here. Your mother is Visser 1, your dad is only. None of that should be, but it is. Um, and she kind of leaves. But I like that she's trying. I like yeah, that Yeah, like a lot. she's sort of like yeah. going like, okay, well, what works for me doesn't work. But here's something else that is like more like you just have to deal with what's in front of you. You don't have a choice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like that because it also feels more in line with what Jake yeah. gets at at the end. Or what Jake figures out yeah. will work for Marco Jake, in the end. So like Cassie, Yeah, Jake yeah. says almost the exact same thing, which I couldn't – which was yep. sort of like – I don't know if it's because he and Cassie have had the same discussion with the – like amongst themselves or if like like Jake already had this worldview and that's something Cassie liked. Like it's it's nice. I like it. Mm-hmm. But they have different ways of dealing with this stuff. Yeah. Anyway, their final plan – is Marco morphing the poodle and yep. just and just annoying in him public to death. where he can't fight back, just being yep. a, a really obnoxious dog. And Marco does get some catharsis from like smelling yeah. his fear <laughs> and attacking him, which I'm glad he yeah. found a way to deal with him, his turmoil. Kind of, kind of, kind of. I mean, a little bit. It is, it is fun to read. It's fun to read because it's like it's Marco annoying somebody yeah. to the pain. Like they're not trying no, to murder. They're this just man. trying to make him this upset. Is, <laughs> yeah. Um. And. Oof. Meanwhile, though, like after a week of this, after a week of following yeah. him every time he leaves for his like three o two p.m. jog, and he getting steadily more yeah. annoyed, but not admitting to it in public and not losing his cool in a big enough way to lose his sponsorship or whatever yeah. the heck the deal is. Marco comes home, and his dad wants yeah. to talk. And they have this, like, and- really real conversation where his dad is basically saying, hey, Marco, we're a team. Like, I I want everything to be okay between us, but, like, I want to marry this woman, and I'm not going to do it if you're not okay with it. And then, of course, Marco is, mm-hmm. like, he's got, like, a million feelings at once because... He wants his dad to be happy. He doesn't want to be the one telling his dad not to be happy, but it's also, it is kind of unfair for his dad to ask that of him, but it's very human to ask that. Like, Mm -hmm. like, uh, and he's also, he's kind of having, or it seemed to me like he was drawing a a direct parallel between this and like having to make that horrible choice of what to do about his mom, Visser 3, at the end of the mission is this is again, an unfair burden being placed on him, except in this case, it's like an emotional more of a real world analog yeah, he definitely one. starts spiraling thinking about like it shouldn't be my job yeah. to say if that's okay for you to be happy it shouldn't be my job to say if my mom should be allowed to be alive like it shouldn't be my job mm-hmm. to like kill viscer one or not like he he kind of goes off on everything that's been going on with him and but like he doesn't say this this is all internal because he right. can't talk about his feelings um i know and so he yeah, he bails. He just, he just leaves. He doesn't answer his dad at all, which also felt very real yeah. to me. He's he's yeah, thirteen like, years old. Of like course maximum. he can. He doesn't have the words for this. He's thirteen. He can't talk. Yeah, <laughs> you haven't learned how to process <sighs> everything yet. Yeah, you don't even have your yeah. full brain. It's not all the, there yet. It's still yeah. building oh, up that cortex. Um, Sweet baby. Anyway, tonight is the night they're going to do the TV thing and finally yes get 
unmask him on live TV, they're finally going to annoy Tenant Roger into attacking him, into blowing up, essentially. Because it's like the the UPM boss is going to be there, and also they're going to be filming something. So if they just make him do something when he doesn't think he's being watched... When the network right, because yeah, they figured out that he's never going to break yeah. in public. Like he's too controlled. Yes, yeah, so they have to make him think he's not in public, and then turn mm-hmm. the camera on or get the bosses in. I was unclear on why both, um, but whatever. For additional drama, the important thing is because there's a UPM boss there. We do get to hear Marco and Tobias pitching. Oh yes, their ideas for Star Trek, their Star Trek fan <laughs> fiction. Tobias is really excited to hear Marco's ideas. Yeah, I which love I it. Love. I, I wish this was a story about them talking about Star Trek and, like, bonding. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Me too. Me too. Um, And anyway, he's supposed to morph Poodle again, and Cassie and Rachel are supposed to be, like, the backup, so they're hiding his wolves under a desk Mm -hmm. in case. Just very subtle. Uh, Axe has morphed human to go deal with, like, the broadcast at live (laughs) tech, which is also very good. Um, Yeah, because I guess he's, like, in charge of tech. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. He's their their tech boy. He's their cute. Yeah. So... Marco's supposed to morph Poodle, but it does not go well. He morphs, like, half bear, half Poodle, because he's upset about the conversation yeah. he just had with his dad. Um, the problem with being half bear, half Poodle is that he can – he has all the fear smells uh, – smelling of the Poodle and all of the, like, <laughs> bloodlust of the polar bear. <laughs> They've created the perfect yeah. predator, and it's this Poodle poo Yeah, bear. so he's just thinking about how much he wants to kill uh, uh, Tenant um, – and he just sort of like slams out of there and goes to attack this man, um, which is not part of the plan. Right. Absolutely not. Um, so after like he chases down this guy and he's, you know, scaring people at the radio station um, or TV station. Um, this is where Cassie and Jake. At the broadcast. Yeah, this station. is where Cassie and Jake are arguing because Marco is kind of like, you can see their thought speaks as the reader, but Marco is not paying attention. Um, right. So Cassie, Cassie's kind of trying to talk yeah. him down gently, kind of doing what she did when she came to his house to talk to him about, like, hey, yeah. I understand, like, you're having a hard time. I know what your dad asked of you is a lot, like, doing her best, yeah. like, reason, like, this would be great in, like, a, a sit-down yeah. chat with your friends or, like, in a therapy session. But <laughs> it's clearly not working for Marco yeah, right and now. and Jake is, like, he needs to just deal with what's in front of him. He needs to do and, – and that – that kind of works. And he also reminds yeah. Marco of, like, the philosophy that, like, Marco in, like, book two, like, whatever his first book was, like, talking about, like, he deals yeah. with things the way his mom taught him, which is life is either tragedy or comedy. Usually it's your choice. You can whine or you can laugh. Um, mm-hmm. And that snaps him out of it. And he's able to fully morph Poodle. Um, it's really, it's yeah, good. No, it's really, I, I like it's that. Really good. Jake kind of. He breaks into Cassie's conversation, yeah. uh, but in, like, the most yeah. careful way possible in the moment, which is to say, like, I love yeah. and admire you, Cassie, but he's not us, and we have to handle this the way Marco yeah, would handle he's it. Yeah, like, he's not you, Cassie. Like, he needs to deal with this the way he deals with things, which is, like, yeah. this thing that Marco talked about way earlier on of how he deals with things, which I think I had almost forgotten mm-hmm. about. Me too, but it's, but so it's good. good. It's, it's yeah, Marco it's very core. Marco. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he does manage to morph Poodle. Um, Tenant, like, sees the Poodle and is like, finally, no one's around. <laughs> I'll get you, <laughs> I can murder this dog. I'll murder yeah. this small dog. Um, and he goes to attack <laughs> it and, like, the 
it's kind of it's, it's kind of really rough intense. he's like trying to strangle this poodle and like whipping yeah. it with an electrical cord it's well, a little like, frightening it's kind of a he lot almost killed marco before as a bird and that was really intense oh, as a bird, and then right. now he's like full-on like i mean Murder it works man. if i saw someone doing this i would go this man is not kind. I'm not watching their TV <laughs> no, show. Watching yeah, this is show. not the kind man I was if led I to believe. If I saw Oprah, Oprah would never. But if I saw Oprah, Oprah doing would this, never. I would not like Oprah anymore. So, um, they they do finally get the network guys, and like they turn on the t- camera, so like he's completely ruined. Oh, Axe shouts. Uh, the tension <laughs> of this fight is only broken by Axe saying, "Here's Marco," <laughs> as he turns on the live broadcast, I love it. which is great. I love it. What a perfect child. Um, yeah, so Marco is super hurt, but they're successful, and um, it's right. okay. And then the coda at the end of the book. Oh, it's um, good. Okay. I am... They, they Marco's dad gets married after two yeah. weeks? Like, I'm very yeah. happy. Yeah, oh, I don't know how long they were dating for. That yeah, was I'm really happy fast. For him. Wait, how'd they set up this party? How'd, how'd they get a wedding also, set up in two that's weeks? That's no time. That's no time. I can barely have, like, people together yeah. at a bar in two weeks. Like, planning Especially is hard. Especially since, like, he, Marco said he didn't talk to his dad about it until, like, a couple days after. Oh, right, so right, like, right. So you, maybe a week for this wedding. How did you book a location? Like. Yep. How do you find a caterer? How do you get a like, photographer? How do you, you do any like, of this? even if it's not a big wedding, there's still a lot of things you have to, like, call in advance. You have to feed those like, people. Oh yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I was definitely anyway. picturing the end of Clueless with the teacher wedding in that movie. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yep, um, absolutely. Is, that that maybe what the author was thinking of also. Um, Aww. So anyway, so they call the wedding and they even bring Axe in human morph. Mm-hmm. Gets to go to it's his good. Like, boyfriend's wedding, his boyfriend's dad's wedding. Yep. Ka- Rachel cried at the wedding. Oh, I loved that. Yeah, yeah. She gets a gentle ribbing over it. It's very sweet. Tobias is also yeah. there in human morph. <laughs> So Tobias and Rachel get to be on a date. Yeah. A date. Jake and Cassie get to be on a Tobias, date. So do Axe Tobias and Tobias mentions that Axe practiced his small talk. His small talk. Oh, it's so and cute. And he also says, thank you. Thank you again, Marco, for inviting me to this primitive yet interesting ceremony. <laughs> so cute. Oh, Why what a nerd. Why can't these kids so have good. a nice time? I, oh, God, right. Because, uh so the wedding itself yeah, it's is cute. cute. Just the wedding is great. Nora yeah. moves in. Even even though Marco hates this dog, he's gonna accept it because it makes his dad happy. But dear God, mm-hmm. it's been yeah, no like, time. They haven't been dating that long, have they? Right. <laughs> Maybe well, they actually, have. you know what? I don't know how long they've been dating because I think we hear that his dad is starting to date again in a previous yeah, and book. I think but it can't we know it we know it can't have been more than like a yeah. year I guess which is some people do that yeah I don't know I want him to be happy and I guess for his dad it's yeah. been a lot like it hasn't been like his mom had been thought dead for a long time I think a long um, time yeah like many years yeah. at this point so anyway they got married um they got married um and Marco is... And Marco's learning yeah. to get along, learning to get along with the dog. Everything seems to and go And he swimmingly. sort of, like, talks about, like, oh, I'm thinking about, like, what my mom taught me about choosing mm-hmm. to be sad or choosing to find the humor in things. And, like, it's very nice. And then he goes home and the phone is ringing and he doesn't pick up and there's a message on the machine. Mm. And it's his mom's voice saying, Marco, pick up. It's me. End of the book, read Visser. Like, <laughs> <laughs> end of the book. 
Oh, big old to yeah. be continued flashes up on screen, and uh, my heart yeah. breaks a little Poor bit. Poor boy, <laughs> a lot bit. I know he was trying so hard. Yeah. So we have to read Visser. Yeah, like I'm chanting at the bit to read Visser because I I don't even remember I if I read Visser. I, I have I I took it oh, out boy. from the library, so I have a physical copy. Nice. Yeah. Oh, this is okay. This is the infamous the Nips, Nips cover. I haven't cover, investigated right? my my copy. Okay, please, please um, report back. Yeah, <laughs> Nipgate will be reborn. <laughs> that was that was twenty. I feel like that was in a simpler yeah. time. That was in twenty sixteen when we first was... uh, saw rumors of Nipgate. <laughs> Things were different then. That was so hopeful. We thought this series can't get that dark. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it was a different time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the only other trivia I found on this book was that um, they had been asked a lot um, about, like, why can't they morph, like, combination animals? So this was, like, them trying oh. to be like, hey, that's not a good idea. It's not. They right. can't control that. Um, which I think is good because I think in the last book we were already going, like, hey, there's a part where... Cassie has a whale yeah. with wings. Cassie is and a wingfish. of course, since Cassie yeah. is, like emotionally healthy and good at morphing she can handle that for the couple seconds oh okay time out do we think that that's why cassie's good at morphing it must be part of it right because she can like clear her mind like she can meditate yeah yeah maybe like i like a little bit like her 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 disposition helps right like she right right i think they also talk about it as like a yeah. rare talent, so it's it's possibly kind of innate. But I like the idea that, that her, help, though. her calmness yeah. and clarity helps. Like it I feel along. like that kind of like the person who would be good at morphing is someone who knows who they are and can. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what a good series! These children, <laughs> what good books! These children, <laughs> these poor teens. Every episode yeah. just ends with us crying about how much we love these children. <laughs> oh yeah, same. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for Visser. I. Me too. Yeah, I think this will be new because I don't think I read it. I think I skipped out on it because it was a hardcover and I didn't want to buy it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I honestly don't remember if I've read it before, so I'll find out. We'll all find yeah. out together. So that. Okay. So that's about that's, it. That's uh, that's book thirty five. Thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah. Yes. Which was called the, the proposal, proposal. I don't which think we I think that. is. Yeah. I can't believe it's called the proposal. <laughs> I know. I, I also know. kept thinking of it as the promposal because the whole concept <laughs> of that word is so funny to me. <laughs> yes, me too. They're good videos. Oh, another in another life, we can figure out how each of the animals <laughs> would ask each other to prom. I, was... I think they would all be pretty chill about it, except yeah. Marco, oh. who would make a big deal of it and pretend it was a joke, yeah. but really he would be, He'd be very like, sincere. No, really, but like, what's your answer? <laughs> yeah, like this yeah. is all a laugh, but like. What, what's your answer? I hired 37 yeah. clowns because I'm a funny guy, yeah. but also, did I have a problem with me? Did I have a problem with me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in my library, there was like a high schooler working there talking to the two older ladies who work there about promposals. <laughs> and I was like checking out my book, like, oh, this is a thing now. Tell me. <laughs> tell me your secrets. Teens. Tell me all about it. Um, oh, yeah. teens. Anyway. We got through this book. And yeah. you can too. Hopefully you did too. <laughs> we did collectively together. So yeah, um, if you would like to find us online, you can do that 
on Twitter at Morph Clubcast or using the hashtag Morph Clubcast. Um, we also have a Facebook group called Morph Clubcast. Um, we, yeah, it's, it's good. good. Talk about animorphs, post pictures of animals. You know, it's gentle. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll put the, the fan yeah. there. Oh, like, yeah, there. that's a good place. I'll just slap it all over yeah. the place because it's very Yeah, good. that was a really nice one. Oh, made me happy. And if you have a minute and would like to get on iTunes and leave us a rating or a review, that would be really helpful. That helps other folks find our podcast so they, too, can chat with us about yeah. Animorphs. Um, so we will see you next week with Visser. Or two weeks from Yeah. Whatever. Next two yeah. weeks with Visser. Um, so I'm Megan. I'm Carrie. Bye. Bye.